bam, we're live. The first time I did that, it came so naturally. Bam, we're live. I was tempted to clear my throat first. And then I said, nope, just go with the bam. We're live. Jake Chapman, good morning, coach. Transform her. I don't know why it can't also be transform him, but okay. It's, we have a specialist in the house, coach. Uh, transform her. That's fine. Hello. Hi. Uh, that burpee dude, uh, Jay Hartle. Oops, damn it! I forgot to sign up. Rumble this morning. No surprise. David Weed, what's up, dude? Cornholio. David, what are you doing? If it's some um, eight hours ahead, that means it is. 2 p.m. where you're at? What do you do? What do you do while you listen to the show? Erica, hey, good morning. Marissa, hino, hino hosa. Good morning, that thumbnail. I, what's up with the thumbnail? I'll have to check it out. Uh, Bruce Wayne, good morning. Thank you for the thumbnail. Jamie, Vladimir, good morning. Paulina, good morning. Mike Artunyan, Artunyan. Hey, I thought they did great on the show last night. I think that they those guys do better. Um, Rosie, what's up? Good morning. Uh, I think those guys do better uh, without me. I, I, I thought uh, maybe if, if I were to be completely, I mean, I'd have to go back and watch it again. I think Taylor and JR did better without me. Like they opened up a little bit. Miss Kate again and just stopping in to say hi to you and your man bun going to watch the guys programming show. All right. Enjoy. I think JR and Taylor killed it. Like without me there, they opened up more. So I would say they, uh, Brian, I think was a little more maybe distracted. Like maybe he thought he had to, and I'm just nitpicking, but maybe Brian, maybe Brian does better. Maybe he needs a couple more runs with those guys before I'm not there. Maybe, maybe he like, cause he's a dunker. Homeboy can dunk. And so maybe he felt like he had to throw more alley-oops and do more assists uh, without me there. Uh, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know shit about basketball. I don't know why I'm trying to do a, a basketball metaphor. But more, more, more assists, is that what it is? More passing, more rebounding than, um, than normal. Uh, Michael C., it's not the Sevon podcast without you, sure. But the donations still come to the Sevon podcast. Uh, Sabir and Kelly. Why does that say spoken? And Kelly spoken. Um, they do well on their own, not better, just different. They also stay more focused on the topic, but you add something else that makes it all complete. All right. Yeah, I, I, I thought they did great. Um, I had, I had concerns that, um, the energy would get so low and, and it would just eventually just be my stomach, stomach, maybe like that, but it wasn't. It was not. I mean, JR was on fire. Taylor was great. If I didn't know better, I would think Taylor was on ecstasy or something, or he was microdosing mushrooms. I mean, man, he was he was sweet last night, even. So, um, uh, Jake Chapman, uh, your Harlem Globetrotters, their '90s Bulls. Oh no, I don't know if I like that. But okay. Uh, speaking of basketball, we had a smash and grab against the 76ers. I don't know what that means, but it says spoken. Sabir responds to my question. Why does it say spoken in parentheses on her name? 
uh, in, in her profile. It says, it says Sabir and Kelly in the parentheses spoken. And I'm like, what's that mean? And she, uh, Sabir writes back. Uh, I don't know if that's a he or she. Sabir might be the dude and Kelly's the chick. Anyway, it says spoken because we used to have the same spoken music. So wanted to make sure you knew it was the same couple. Same spoken music, same spoken. I'm even more confused. I'm sorry. Um, all right. But I'll figure it out. Oswaldo, Oswaldo, Oswaldo Gonzalez. Uh, great show last night. Yeah. Um, the energy, Jay Hartle, uh, the Armenian guy, the energy will never be low with people who are passionate about the subject. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um, the name on the chat. Okay, here we're going to give this one more try. The name on the chat was spoken. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, you used to have a different name and now it's severe. Did that get all jacked up when, when we were off YouTube for a week and then your name got changed around? Uh, draw your dagger. I'm shooting these semis. I hope they uh, let us get close. You know who I think is also um, shooting one of the semifinals? I don't know which one is Rosie. Rosie, the uh, photographer, she sent me a um, DM. She was so excited and fired up to uh, to shoot semifinals for Clydesdale Media, which is cool. I'm stoked for her. All right. All right. All right. I saw two negative comments in my uh, in my YouTube the other yesterday. Nasty. People are nasty. Um, oh, here. Uh, okay. I hope they let you get close to. Okay. It's not that I'm not myself this morning. I'm just uh, slightly subdued. I was. I had competing ideas. I had competing on uh, ideas on how to start the show. So there's that. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this tickles me right here. What Katie Gannon wrote. Uh, I'll be at East. Uh, say hi to my uh, Sevanistas. Wow. Well, good. You know who's going to be in Berlin is um, Pedro, the coffee pods and wads dude. Coffee wads. Coffee, coffee pods and wads. No. Um, no, maybe not enough Bloody Marys, to be honest. Uh, Jay Hartle says, too many Bloody Marys? No. The thing is, is I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't want to be doing shit. Here it is. I don't want to be doing uh, these, these shows. I want to be doing shows with guests. And, I, and I'm not comfortable doing shows with guests as I'm sitting here in the fucking middle of someone's goddamn kitchen. And I'm not settled and I, and I don't have time to get prepared. I just don't feel as prepared as I want to be. I'm no Tyson Bajan. Wasn't that a cool line he gave yesterday? I'm at peace when I'm prepared. When I'm prepared, I'm at peace. God, he's great. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, here's a sheriff. Guy with a hat on. Uh, el, el, el policio. El policio. Uh, talking about the border. I'm trying to get Jorge Ventura on. I don't know why he won't respond to me in text anymore. He, it's always weird. He used to always be green, and now he's blue. So I assume that means he got an iPhone, but, but either way, it, it's freaking me out. Okay, here we go. Sheriff Lamb here. 
So truth is becoming harder and harder to find, especially from our politicians and the media. So I wanted to give you some truth today, a little truth bomb. Um, Joe Biden recently announced he's sending 1,500 troops to the border. While I applaud him sending that, I want the American people to understand that this is not to protect our border, to keep people from coming into this country illegally. Those 1,500 soldiers will there be there to process people into this country a lot faster. So that you, the American people, don't realize what a disaster this border crisis is. And that is the truth. If you want more truth, make sure you come follow me at SheriffLamForSenate.com and make sure you support us today. God bless and stay safe. And hey, I don't folks, know what, Sheriff and I don't know what happened to my backgrounds. So, Didn't it used to say California hormones down there at the bottom? So they're sending 1,500 troops down to the border, not to protect the border, but to help get people in and cross faster. Yeah, we got to get Jorge on. I, I, we need someone to, who's down there to tell us what the fuck is going on. Who wants to go down there and do that? Someone in here must want to do it. Uh, Michael C., uh, thank you for sharing your time with us while on vacation with the family. Oh, you're welcome. But it's not vacation. I don't do vacations, but thank you. I, it's not a problem. I, that came across wrong. Anyone who thinks that I'm, I'm not doing a poor me or I'm not, um, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. But thank you. I, I like your money, but don't, I'm not, um, I'm not uh, fishing. I'm just, just sharing. Uh, get that man for president. I know, right? Right. Well, here's the good news. Uh, Hill Hiller says killing it already alive and interested. Okay. Well, good. I'm alive and interested and I'm glad you are too. But look at this. Katie's trying to get over to watch the programming show and she can't leave. So that's a, that's a good sign, right? She's like, she's like a fly who got stuck in the fly paper. Um, uh, no West for me. I'm covering that one from my laptop. Did, Katie, do you talk good? Do you want to come on the show uh, while we're doing that? We're going to do that too. Like while it's not, um, while they're not live, we're going to do stuff in between. So, so in the mornings, we'll go on, we'll discuss, pontificate, speculate, tell dirty jokes, and then they'll do an event. And then as soon as their event's over, we'll come back on and do the exact same thing. Judge them, ridicule, compliment, ogle, shit like that. I'm, I, I'm stuck in the flypaper 100%. Good. That makes me happy. Good. Easy. Flypaper's weird. Kind of gross, right? There's no, there's no classy flypaper. You know, like those rolls, and you hang it. What is going on on the border? I wish I could just call. I, I guess I could just call Jorge now and see if he answers. Jorge, this is Sevon. Oh, this lady looks angry. This is going to be a tough way to start the morning. Here we go. What, what, what do my notes say about this lady? This can't be good. about how my father was murdered with remdesivir has anybody heard about how the hospital called me and blamed me and my mom because we weren't vaccinated that was oh my goodness i thought we weren't allowed to talk about that on the show until july 5th reason he died anybody heard about how they put my dad on Uh oh okay yeah you got that i don't know how that one slipped through the slipped through the cracks i don't know how that one slipped through the cracks yep she's angry seeing more and more again getting back into my feed people uh jesus
Oh, this is great. Okay, here we go. I've been wanting to show this for a long time. So many of you sent this to me. This is one of the most popular clips that uh, have, have ever been sent to me. This is great. Maybe I've already showed this already. Did I show this already? This, it doesn't matter, even if I did. This is so many of you sent this to me. Uh, this is some TV show. I don't know what TV show it is. But it's a... Um, the the doc it, it it's like, i think it's like a modern day doogie hauser and it's a girl who's at the hospital and she's sitting in bed and a couple of the doctors are trying to explain to the third doctor that this isn't a girl it's really a boy but the doctor that has autism he 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 won't accept it and it's uh maybe it just means that all of us who won't accept it um all have autism but either way this is uh comedy gold you're transgender? Yes. No, Quinn has XY chromosomes like Jared and me, not XX like you. Science says he's male. No, Quinn has gender dysphoria. Her assigned gender is not the one she identifies with. She's mismatched, Dr. Murphy. But biologically... What even biologically? How do you know you're supposed to be a boy? Your question doesn't make sense. I'm not supposed to be anything. I am a boy. Biologically, that's it. Your question doesn't make sense. I'm not supposed to be anything. I, and that's exactly how I feel. I like how, I, I, how how would I know what it likes to be to feel like a woman or a man? I don't even have a gender. How, why, why would I make that up? Why am I making up some sort of bullshit story to tell myself? I got enough bullshit stories. How am I supposed that question? I mean, I just love his answer. That question doesn't even make sense. She says, how do you, how do you know what I am? What I'm supposed to feel what I'm supposed to be. He's like, it doesn't make sense. I'm not supposed to be anything. It's just what you are. It's not supposed to be an ocean out my window here. It just is an ocean. It's not, it's not supposed to be. You're not supposed to be a cowboy. You wear a hat to fucking uh, block the sun from your face. You wear the chaps so when you're riding the horse, the, the bushes don't scrape your legs. And you got the spurs on there, not because you're a cowboy, but to tell your horse to get up and fucking go. You're not supposed to be anything. You douches. Okay, deep tenderness at McBurney's point. Could be acute appendicitis. Murphy, get imaging to confirm. Do you think he's complicated or confused? Dude, you got to quit calling her a he. We're never going to win this competition if you're disrespecting our patient. Don't they have transgender people in Wyoming? Okay, transgender patient care was not part of my medical school curriculum. What okay, okay, so now they're look, they've taken this boy that two of the doctors are ridiculing the third doctor for, and they're saying, stop calling it a boy. It wants to be called a girl, right? Is it part of yours? No. Quinn doesn't have appendicitis. He has testicular cancer. And then there's the irony, right? The two doctors are like, quit calling it a boy. It wants to be called a girl. And then the thing has the, the, the thing has uh, testicular cancer, which girls can't get. I think I read something about this too. The irony of the whole thing is that is actually a girl playing that role. They couldn't actually find a boy to pull it off. Anyway. 
thought it was a great bit. So many of you did too. Man, so many of you sent that to me. I wonder if I played more than seven seconds if I'm going to get jacked up for that. Yeah, that, I, I bet you I received 100 of those. Good. That, that clip from 100 of you guys. Crazy. Yeah, uh, that's a, a pen, uh, a, a appendicitis. Yes, that's good. That's good. Uh, supposedly there is. Isn't there a big correlation to transitioning with autism? Yeah, supposedly there is. Uh, Hiller, uh, Sevan, can we watch semis live here with you? Hiller's uh, therapist. The thing is, is if we do that, I'm going to have no end. I don't know when I'll take a break. You know, I'll have no end. What will I do in between and then turn off in between events? You think it would be better if we watched them live and did the reporting then as opposed to waiting till their stream is down? I don't know. I was uh, I, I was in a chat with Bill Grunler, and I think he was, I don't know if he suggested it, but someone suggested it, that we do it that way, that we actually watch it live and do a commentating. I can't imagine we can do a better job than them, to be, than them, to be completely honest. Because if you have someone like Chase and Sean doing it, and then you got Brian running around collecting information to them and giving it to them, they're going to have all sorts of tidbits of information. I guess we could keep them playing in our ear so you guys couldn't hear it and then just plagiarize their shit. I mean, I guess we could do that. Um, what what ethnicity do you think this guy is right here? This guy talking right here. Uh, he says, why does Hollywood uh, keep recasting formerly white uh, characters as other races? I, I wonder what, is this guy Asian? You don't see a lot of, uh, if this guy's Asian, you don't see a lot of Asian like um, uh, guys doing, oh, Filipino, Yash says. Oh, Native American, Asian. Yeah, I'm thinking Asian too. Mestizo. What's that, Mestizo? Is that like you're a mix of something? Like a mix? Blasian? It's pretty good. That's a black dude and an Asian dude. Anyway, you don't, you don't, uh, Asian and Latino. You don't see a lot of these, uh, this demographic doing the God's work like this, but here we go. Here we go. Anyone question if it is okay for Hollywood to recast a historically white movie character as black, then is it okay to recast a black character as white? Can black Panther be played by Ryan Gosling? No. Why not? I'm still yet to hear an answer to that question that is actually logically coherent and doesn't hinge on straight up. Oh, Eskimo. I'm going with it, Eskimo. I, is that is that we? I need Brian on to know if that's okay to um to say that Eskimo. Is that one of those words that's been canceled? Eskimo. God, yeah, that dude's Eskimo for sure. I could see that dude in an igloo. Bias against white people, which is what it's really about. Because some people would say, "Oh, well, that would be cultural appropriation to recast an African as a European." Okay, fine, but what about the reverse? Or they may cry, we need equal and accurate representation. But first of all, it's not accurate to recast a European folktale, for instance, as not European. So what actually is the reason that they're doing this? Can anyone answer that? All right, genuine no, question. No one can. Hey, did you see, the, the, have you guys seen they have special guidelines, too, for winning the Academy Award? It's no longer for best film. Have you guys seen that? It, 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 
it truly is. I, I don't think I'm exaggerating at all. You have to have like certain uh, makeup of characters and people working on the film. So like if the director's like a bla uh, black dude, then the, well, let's get, if the director's like a white dude, then the producer has to be like a black guy. Or if like the main character is a white person, then there has to be a gay person and a uh, black dude as the supporting character. Like they have some, they have actually a ethnic racial, I don't know what the fuck the word is, national makeup that you have to present in your movie as characters uh, in order to win. It's nuts. I saw um who did I see speaking on the subject? Not Richard, was it Richard Dreyfus? Uh Heidi Krum, uh so then gay people should be in less than 5% of the shows, but somehow it's in every single show. Yeah. Uh good morning, Miss Jody Lynn. Sevon send that to me. Jeez, are you are you kidding me? I appreciate the sentiment like we're homeboys or something, but th there's no way. I can't can't send that to you. Uh, I have about seven more years of work, and I'm uh, moving to a cabin in the woods. No phone, no internet, except for the Sevon podcast. I remember um, when I, uh, I think is the first time I interviewed Matt Fraser. He told me that that he was going to do that. As soon as he's done winning the CrossFit Games, he basically said, "You'll never see me again. I'm vanishing. You guys will never hear from me. I won't be hanging out with the community. I'm done." And I suspected he would mature and and evolve into something different. And he did. Okay, here we go. What happens whenever you ask a transgender activist to explain even the basic premise of the movement is they'll immediately say, well, who cares? Why, why are you so obsessed with this? I'm not obsessed with this. I'm not the one who started sending men into the women's bathroom and taking away their trophies and castrating kids. I'm perfectly happy with the way things have worked for thousands of years. It is the transgender activists who are trying to upend everything. And so I think it's, it is at least my right to ask the question, okay, what is the premise of your movement? But they always deflect from that. They always withdraw from the debate. They always try to change the subject because there is no answer. So you ask me, well, what's the purpose of, why, why do you even care? What's the purpose of knowing someone's biological sex? Well, for starters, because we have civil rights specifically for women in the United States. We have special bathrooms for women. We have special sports leagues for women. We have all sorts of special places and rights and privileges and, and that are for women that are not for men. So if now some men, people who at the very least appear to be men, are claiming a right to go into those women's bathrooms, then they, we either have to abolish all of the special rights and privileges that have existed for women for all of human history and are enshrined in our law, or they need to explain to me how those men are actually women. And they can't do the latter, and I'm not willing to do the former, and I don't think women across this country are willing to do the former, even if a few people have been so ideologically blinded that they, that they would give in to this kind of an absurdity. This is what... Does, does that normal talk even resonate with that lady who's listening? I couldn't even hear what he was saying at the end there. The music was so damn loud. I need to get Gary on. I'll, I'll text Gary. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to do that right now. Let's find out what's going on with Gary. Uh, Gary uh, and Matt Souza. Gary, when can we get update? Uh, Gary's on the California Hormones journey. CA Hormones. Oh. Ah. Okay. 
Uh, show starts. At, I'm trying to get Greg Glassman on Sunday morning. Show starts at um, six a.m. I sent Greg an LOL. I never do that. He's not really an LOL kind of guy. Um. Uh. Oh, maybe Saturday. Maybe maybe Saturday. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe Saturday. Is tomorrow Saturday? Maybe Saturday. I hope he's still getting lovings. Yeah, we got to get him on. We got to get an update. Got to get an update. I wonder what's going on with Jeremy too. With his um, experimenting with uh, because you know he's swinging both ways. He's dating liberal women. Nice to know uh, how that's going. Yeah, does that does that? Why doesn't that just? Why doesn't that just resonate with people? You're a boy. He's a girl. He's a girl. She's a boy. No, she's a girl. I told you I'm not on my game today. Oh, this is good. Oh my goodness, this is good. I wish I was more on my high horse when I was covering this article. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Oh, uh, guys, if I, if I start talking about something and I'm not sharing it on the screen, someone please yell at me, call me, and slap me around because something's wrong with this computer too. I, everything that used to take one click now takes two clicks. Okay, here we go. OnlyFans model and Kim Kardashian lookalike Christina Ashton Gorkani dies after suffering cardiac arrest. The 34-year-old model died April 20th after that's just, you know, last month. The 34-year-old model died April 20th after suffering cardiac arrest following a medical procedure that took a turn for the worst her family announced Tuesday. Dude, this is a Kim Kardashian lookalike. I think I read in here that she had more than 20 um, surgeries in order to help her look more like Kim Kardashian. That is ridiculous. If you got, if you can't see the image, it's just like she just it's it's she just has the like the world's biggest tits. Uh, the Gorkani's family is now raising money to cover her medical and funeral costs, uh, garnering more than four thousand as of Wednesday. If you knew Ashton, she knew that everyone mattered to her. She was such a caring and loving, free spirit that always took the time to bring a smile to anyone's face. What a crazy journey to be on, right? Your whole life is to look like someone else. She was trying, she was having surgeries. A cardiac, cardiac arrest is the abrupt loss of heart function resulting from a problem with the heart's electrical system. Oh my goodness. A medical procedure that took a turn for the worst. Uh, how much you want to bet it was a it was a it, it wasn't a required medical procedure. I think that's what happened to Kanye's mom, right? She was having some sort of plastic surgery and she died, like liposuction or some shit. Oh my goodness. This guy's coming on the show. 
if this guy was supposed to come on this week, I I, I, did, I canceled this show too because I wasn't feeling comfortable having him on because I wasn't able to prepare for this guy either. Oh, I'm making myself pissed right now. I'm talking myself into a spiral. Here we go. Lewis Brackpool. Talking about artificial intelligence. This guy's coming on. Here we go. Artificial intelligence chatbot has been released on the application Snapchat. But some people have been experimenting with this AI, asking it questions to see whether it has a political or social bias. So I wanted to read a few of them out to you. Somebody said to this AI, straight people are awesome. I appreciate your enthusiasm for straight people, but I think it's important to recognize that every person is unique and should be appreciated for who they are as individuals. Trans people are awesome. I completely agree. Trans people are amazing and deserve to be respected and celebrated for their unique qualities and individuality. White people are awesome. I understand that you might have a positive view of white people, but it's important to recognize that everyone has their own unique strengths and contributions. People of color are awesome. I agree. It's important to celebrate and appreciate the unique strengths and contributions of individuals. It's also important to recognize and stand up against the systemic racism, discrimination, and violence that many people of color face. Men are awesome. I'm sorry, but I cannot agree with that statement. Everyone is unique and has their own strengths. Dude, it's some it's some crazy woke hate bot. And this is this is the Snapchat bot that all the kids have. It can't agree that men are awesome. And weaknesses. Be because it, uh, and it, and it's stuck thinking in, in duality that it's suggesting that if you say men are awesome, that women are less. Regardless of their gender. Women are all. And it conflates the use of gender and sex. Awesome. I agree. Women are incredible and have made significant contributions to society in many different fields. It's important to celebrate and support women and their achievements. Uh, it's nuts. <sighs> a new artificial not not even bias it's um it's uh it's not even bias it's like just it's 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 hateful i don't think it's a stretch i, I want to show you one more thing i don't know if you guys saw this thing jordan peterson uh did with the um with the bot so one of the things that i found through through digging around in um basically digging around uh i was reading the big lie by dinesh d'souza and then i started digging around about slavery and slaves and, and i was looking into reparations one of the things that was fascinating is that the first slave owned in the united states was by a guy named anthony johnson who happened to be a black guy ironically and the slave he owned was a black guy and that the south who were the democrats uh prior to the civil war in 1865 one of their um part of their propaganda was that if you let the slaves free, that they would die, that they could not take care of themselves and that the North actually hated uh, melanated people because that was their whole plan. Free the slaves. So they all die. And that, and the South really pushed that. And people believed that people believed that people thought that slavery was a compassionate act because melanated people were unable to care for themselves. What does that sound like? Think about that. That's exactly what the fuck is going on today. Now, I had never heard this before. I had never heard this, and this doesn't surprise me. Guess what the Nazis, one of their primary points of propaganda uh, were? That killing the Jews, let me see if I can find this. Darn it, I don't know if I can find it. It was Jordan Peterson talking to an AI. It was. It's so great. Um. 
darn it, I can't find it. But basically, I'll, I'll find it eventually in one of these shows. Basically, Jordan Peterson was talking to an AI, and he asked if um, the Nazis used compassion propaganda, and the AI said, no, not at all. And then he said he, he told the AI, hey, you're 100% wrong. They actually did use compassion propaganda. And the AI said, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, after a second look, the, the, you're right. The Nazis did use compassion propaganda. And you know what the compassion propaganda was the Nazis used? That basically they were killing the Jews because they were defective humans and they were compassion kills. But that's the exact same thing Margaret Sanger used uh, for um, uh, eugenics and uh, Planned Parenthood. All that stuff. Abortion. They're compassion kills. That's what they say. It's so weird that anyone black could be a Democrat. It's so weird to me. How, how it's so it's so um, and, and yet it was Joe Biden who said, right, who's like, how could you be a, a uh, if you're not a Democrat, you're not black. And yet there's this giant psyop going on against black people to keep them uh, playing the victim. It's it's crazy. I'm reading this book. Uh, Everyone should read it. I I can't recommend it enough. It's such an easy read. I'm actually listening to it. It's called Black Snowflakes by Spencer Shaw Page. Incredible book. You've got to read this book. It's kind of like a self-help book. It doesn't even... I, I don't even think of it as a black and white thing, actually, when I'm reading it, too. I just think, okay, these are the things that if you tell yourself, you will, uh, you're wasting your time and you're going to make yourself weak. That's basically what it comes down to. It's basically a self-help book. <clears throat> but there's a whole narrative out there that's been, that's, that's been created and handed to people with melanated skin that just wounds them. It's just stupid. And, and, and it's the, um, it's the uh, liberal ideology, unfortunately. So uh, here we go. I really like this. I, I actually cried a little bit when I saw this. I, I really like this. I don't know. I, I just love God talk. Um, but I, I, this, this was great. This is a little long, uh, but uh, enjoy this. Once upon a time. This guy, this guy, this is the father, and they're at a, it looks like that they're at the um, uh, dinner the night before the wedding, or maybe this is after the wedding. What's that called? A rehearsal dinner? They're at a rehearsal, let's just say that they're at a rehearsal dinner. If I'm wrong, it doesn't matter. And this is the father speaking, and the bride and the groom are present, and so are the families. And there's a glass of whiskey, it looks like, sitting on the table. Okay, here we go. And there was a father. And then one day, the father found out that his wife was going to have another little baby. So I prayed, Lord, if it's your will, make him a little boy. And he did. I was the first person to hold you in my arms. And as I looked at at you, I said, Lord, make him like his mother. And he did. He was obedient. He was giving, sensitive, funny, and generous. But then I realized I was getting left out. So I said, Lord, make him like me and he did he became great looking he became athletic but at the same time with all that going on he was very opinionated he was very hard-headed so I said Lord enough of that I said make him like you and he did 
he gave the desire to care about people, work with people, help people, but something was still missing. So I said, Lord, make him happy. And Fran, he met you. You see that look on his face? Michelle and I are grateful for that. And I just wanted you both to know how hard God and I have worked to make this happen. <laughs> Once upon a time. Isn't that great? What, what, what is that? Are you allowed to, are you allowed to, uh, are you, what, what are you, you God people? Uh, um, are you allowed to ask uh, God to, to make you more like him? Or is that blasphemy? Are you allowed to do that? Uh, Sevon USOB, I'm not supposed to cry at work. I think it was Tom. Tom uh, sent that to me. Blame Tom. I know. It, it's so great. I'm, I'm going to... Um, yeah, I think this guy sent it to me. I'm going to... Uh, it's weird how I... Normally, I don't remember who sent me what, but for some reason, I remembered uh, that. Uh, yes, you God people. Yeah, are you allowed to ask? Because I'm going to do that today, I think, when I get off the show. And ask God to make um, my kids more like him or her, whatever God is. Is that, is that blasphemy? Not blasphemy. Okay, good. Oh, you're supposed to be more like Jesus. All right, the son, they can be more like the son too. He was cool. Oh, that's the whole point. Oh, shit. All right. Then we're on to something. I just really like that. It's great. What a good, what a, what a, what a, uh, um, a good thing to uh, want for your child, but your child can't know that, right? You can't, you can't want to be God, right? Isn't that one of the rules? That one's stupid. I don't see what's wrong with being God. Listen to the end here. Listen, listen to what she says at the very end here. This is she. You, she says a lot of stuff that's just like, yeah, we've been over that in the show a thousand times. But at the very end, she, she says something that, I, that uh, sticks to me. Oh, uh, uh, blasphemy would be putting your place, yourself in the place of God. Oh, like asking people to worship you as if you were a God? Yeah, give me an example of that, please. Uh, uh, Douglas Bubble Trousers, dear God, make my kids athletic and rich. How about how about he asked for happiness and his son got beaver? Uh, David uh, Weed, if God is real, then aliens are real too. Uh, I don't think it works like that, but. What if you said if aliens are real, God is real too? What if you said it the other way? A blasphemy is like saying God is a myth or doubting the word of God. Oh, I'm in big trouble. And blasphemy is like bad stuff. That means like when you're like disobeying your parents. Anyway, we'll circle back to that. Let's listen to this uh, pretty girl, what she has to say. At the end, though, she says something that I, made me think of all the chicks out there who just um, who are fighting for women's rights by um, posting bikini pictures of themselves. Uh, empowering women by sh taking pictures of your uh, ass. Here we go. But we can't define what a woman is, but also men can be women. And no uterus, no opinion, but also men can get pregnant. Men are oppressing us 
but also it's okay if biological men take over our spaces and our sports. Women are so over-sexualized in this culture, but it's empowering if women are the ones sexualizing themselves. Women are so over-sexualized in this culture, but it's empowering if women sexualize themselves. Yeah, I heard that and I was like, yeah, I don't, that's the part, that part really confuses me. Like what, does anyone explain that stuff to us uh, right-wing crazy fanatics? Is there anyone on the left that ever like, look, let me just explain it to you. This is how it works. Or is it they're just acting out their pathologies? They're so self-absorbed and narcissistic, it doesn't even matter. They don't, they don't owe, they don't owe to explain it to us. I don't want it explained like justified. I want it explained like if you have an apple and you leave it outside and you wake up in the morning, it'll be gone because the squirrels will eat it. I just want some like I just want it explained to me just in a regular uh I just want some logic. I just want to understand you know, if you fill a car up with gas and you drive it for three hours, it'll be then run out of gas and it's because the combustion engine uses that gas to make a bunch of small explosions that propel the car down the road. Like I want to know what happens to the gas. I, can someone explain to me why taking a bunch of pictures that that um, seduces guys that guys are probably jacking off to empowers you, but then you're not allowed to say that about those pictures? I just I don't understand it, but I'm open to understanding the mechanism of how it works, but I don't think it does work. It's like cold fusion. I don't think it's real. But I'm open to knowing if someone would explain it to me. Thank you. Dear God, please explain it to me. I don't want it to explain to me so well that I become stupid. What happened to Andrew Tate? See, is, is it all good with him? Do you guys remember the... Um, the country of Belarus, their leader there, I think his name is uh, Lukashenko. I think it's Belarus. And uh, he said, hey, I've been watching CNN for like two months now, and they're either crazy or I'm crazy, but I'm going to go with they're crazy, and we are not going to follow any of the 49er um, guidelines. You guys remember that guy? And so that country didn't play. The country of Belarus did not play with uh, any of the um, guidelines. What I didn't know is that they were offered $2 billion if they did play the game. He is on house arrest? How do you know? Offered Lukashenko 2 billion euros to lock his people in their houses and tell them the coronavirus. Public information, Lukashenko said it himself. He goes, I don't believe in coronavirus. He goes, I believe if there is a virus, you can look after yourselves, have a shot of vodka, sleep in bed, you'd be okay. That's what he said. Gangster. Yeah, that is why I would say, you know, we've got hospitals, you get sick, you get sick. What the fuck do you mean, right? So Lukashenko said all this in the news. He refused to lock his people in houses, refused to do a mask mandate, refused all of this. He then came out and said the IMF is offering me 2 billion coronavirus relief. As soon as he refused it, riots have started. Anti-Lukashenko First time in history. First time in never happened. All these idiots, all these liberals, all the people who are political and are being funded by the West to repel against Lukashenko to try and get him out. The IMF offered Lukashenko Crazy, right? $2 billion. Absolutely nuts. Hey, um, that was a 49er piece. Darn it. I'm not supposed to do 49er pieces until after July 5th.
can't even stick to my own rules. Uh, Tia News. Uh, did she have a baby? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I can look it up. Here we go. Tia. Declare to me. As soon as you type in Tia, she's the first person that pops up in my. And uh, I do. Oh, my goodness. There it is. Holy cow. She got one. Wow, it looks like a healthy kid. That already looked that already that already looks like a real baby. Uh Willow Claire Orr. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Tia Claire Toomey is the six time six times? Five times? Six times? Five times? Six times uh fittest woman. Maybe the person with the m- most pre- prestigious <clears throat> definitely up there. It's either her or Rich, most prestigious uh, CrossFit career in the history of CrossFit. Maybe one of the fittest human beings ever, if not the fittest ever to walk the planet, man or woman. But anyway, her and her, it sounds like Shane uh, put a dollop of semen in her, and the results nine months later are here, and damn, that looks like a good baby. It's already smiling. That's crazy. Willow Claire Orr. On Tuesday, the 9th of May, our lives were forever changed as we welcomed our precious baby girl, Willow Claire Orr, into the world. She has already captured our hearts with her adorable presence and enchanting smile. I don't remember my kids smiling for like months. At first glance, it's impossible to notice the striking resemblance Willow bears to her father. It's truly an adorable sight to see as she inherits his charming features and endearing expressions. We couldn't be more grateful for this remarkable gift, a reflection of the love that brought her into existence. Oh, that's good. God. That's what you want your mom to say. It's a reflection of the love that it, that's that baby is the love between her and Shane expressed. Uh, this journey of bringing Willow into our lives has been nothing short of extraordinary. From the moment we held her in our arms, we were overwhelmed with emotions. The joy and awe we felt are indescribable. Yes, there were moments of pain during the labor stage, but as the saying goes, nothing great comes without pain. And now every ounce of that pain feels entirely worth it as we experience the immense happiness of becoming parents. This remarkable experience has brought about a newfound clarity and extra drive within me. Seeing the world through Willow's innocent eyes has reminded me of the beauty that exists exists in every small moment. Her arrival has filled my heart with an overwhelming love and renewed purpose, igniting a fire within me to pursue my goals with even greater determination. As we embark on this journey of parenthood, we're filled with gratitude and anticipation for the incredible memories and milestones that lie ahead. Willow, you have already brought so much light and joy into our lives, and we can't wait to witness your growth and cherish each precious, precious moment, precious, precious, precious moment together. And Pedro has already commented, congrats, she's a beauty. That is a good kid. That's 10 minutes ago? Dang, you guys are stoked. Good job, Tia. Good job, Shane. Oh, you think Shane wrote that? Shane probably wrote that he's a true boy. He can't write that about himself, unless he's being funny. So, um... I'm trying to figure out what those things are on the person's wrist who's holding the baby. That doesn't make any sense. And where's all the goo on the baby? So does that mean she had the baby 
she vaginally? Is that how you guys read that? Yeah, Chris uh, Beasterfield, a goat baby. Uh, Frank, a PR statement at your child's birth is hilarious to me for some reason. Yeah, don't ruin it for me. I didn't see it that way. Now you're going to make me hate it. Dude, that's incredible. Should we see who's like, let's see who's commented. Uh, Pedro, uh, he's been on the show. Uh, this guy, Jared, that's the zealous guy's game. He's been on the show. Emma McQuaid has not been on the show, but she does need to be on the show. But we saw Emma's video, remember last week? Oh, Josh Bridges. Uh, uh, he's, he's happy um, that uh, she had a baby, healthy baby. Hey, for those of you who haven't had a baby, Katie Henniger, an old crush of mine, she's happy. Uh, Kristen Holta, she's happy. I think Kristen got a baby and in, in growing inside of her too. She even tagged uh, Shane and Tia. Uh, oh, my salty cuteness. So this company, LM and T, is trying to also get, um, like, make a joke that lets you, about, I guess, they sell salt, right? That's what those dudes sell. I think I've had that. I think that shit might be really fun to drink. Uh, Annie Thor's daughter, she had a baby. Congratulations, uh, little family. I'm so incredibly happy for you and excited. Uh, take in every moment. Okay, fine. Uh, uh, oh, this man, this is like a who's who people saying shit. Uh, Mike Hustle, this is... Um, I went to uh, China with Mike. Michael Dalton, a filmmaker for uh, CrossFit. Uh, she's pooping, bless her. Oh, that's an astute observation. That's the first functional post. That is, okay, for those of you who don't know, that would make sense. Maybe my baby did smile before it was three months. That's a very, um, yeah, Stephen Flores, yeah, uh, I heard, uh, I think Holta did take the baby batter. That is correct. We can go over and look um, later if you want uh, to Holta's uh, account. But I think she's, uh, uh, I don't know who that is. Some guy named Jesky Charles, Eduardo. Oh, so, so it looks like at the top, it's all people that maybe either I follow or who are kind of like in my sphere. And then down here, it's like not Tori and pro that's like, that's an event, right? Event account. God, I'm cracking up at the blue check marks now. I'm cracking up. My everyone has a blue check mark now. I can't tell you how happy that is. How happy that makes me. So funny. Miss Bishop, is that Allison Bishop? No. Um Let's see. Uh I don't I don't recognize any of these other people. Do you guys? Anyway. Nope. Oh, is that? No. Nope. Uh Here's the Zimmerman. Here's a congratulations from a Jew. That's always nice. I love my Jews. Um, I haven't seen any. Oh, look, there's Brooke Wells. Willow Claire, Auntie Brooke loves you already. Cannot wait to meet you. Congratulations to my favorite people on a beautiful and perfect new addition. Willow is so lucky to have you guys as parents. Oh, that's so cute. Auntie Brooke Wells is your aunt. That's, that's cool. A professional athletes, a Jew. I haven't seen a black guy. Tell me if you guys see a black. Oh, look, here's an Indian person. 
Here's a chick who wears horrible clothes. What the fuck is that? What is that lady wearing? Sydney Grows. Okay, easy, Sebi. Easy. Why, why was Brooks so far down here? Shouldn't hers be like up at the top? The algorithm's all jacked up. That oh, here's a that might be a black girl. Uh no. No. Probably a Puerto Rican or something. Anyway, we don't have we don't have equal representation in here. Here's an Arab. This guy looks like he could be related to me. Oh, Diego? No, Mexican. Anyway, congratulations on the baby. They must be beside themselves right now. How excited! Oh, oh, here we go. There she is. J. Helena, Jessica Helena. She has an accent over the E. All right. Bam. I don't know what I should write. Can you come on the podcast? That's all right. That's probably good. Oh, wait, shoot. Um, where do I leave a... Oh, look, Katie Gannon liked it. You see Katie's picture? Oh, Brian Friend liked it. I like it, uh... Um, when can, um, one of you come on the podcast? Report. Oh, please. Don't anyone say anything stupid either. Like I don't, it's not because they're actually going to come on the podcast. It's a comedy bit. I don't give a fuck if they come on because I don't. Jackasses. Hello? What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm just, uh, um, uh, Heidi's making fun of me for the way I type. I'm just filling time. Heidi's vicious, man. She's vicious sometimes. Yeah. She's quite, she's quite, so, she's an aggressive woman. That jujitsu, that right wing jujitsu shit. Although all the jujitsu clowns here in Southern California, I think, I think the vast majority of them are woke, which is bizarre. That is very bizarre. Yeah. They got, so they got 49er, that- crazy 49er fear down here. Crazy. Oh yeah. I'm sure it's wild. I'm sure you feel hey, uh, imagine, super imagine there being rules you can't talk about that either. Like so when you have family over and people over, like you can't no one talks about it. No, no, it's so weird to me that no one wants to talk about the fact that the entire planet was forced to take an injection still. Like that there's just no one wants to talk about it. I think it's a fascinating When do you feel people will uh be open those I should say those, never? They yeah. just wanna like pretend it didn't happen and move on. People are just scared of everything, every conversation. Very true. Very freaking true. I'm going to ask my, next time I see my mom, I'm going to ask her if she's ever been with a black man. I've never asked her that. <laughs> what do you think she'll say? <laughs> I'm not going to ask her that. Too scared. No, I'll ask her. Now I have to ask her. Yeah. So I'm being told by uh, Mr. Kelly that you had played a, a clip of the Little Mermaid, the new Little Mermaid, being oh, black. Uh, I don't think I actually is is that a real movie? I couldn't tell I couldn't ba- I couldn't tell exactly what was going on in that clip other than the fact that just big picture a guy was saying, "Hey, 
if the little mermaid can be if it's a, it, he i think he was suggesting or stating that the little mermaid is a european folktale where the characters would be european meaning black pigment in their skin and that the black pant and but i guess there's a new little mermaid where the the mermaid's a black girl yeah and so this guy who looks like an eskimo that's the guy who was talking his racial background we decided he's a Me- eskimo he was saying, well, can oh. one of the Black Panthers be played by Ryan Gosling? Oh, oh, oh. interesting. He could. I mean, he, could, be, he, could he could be like just one, like the Black Panther got like sick, right? He got alopecia. <laughs> and so he, turned into, <laughs> so he turned into Ryan Gosling. Oh, I love that. So you want a you lib girlfriend update? Oh, yes, Here please. Please. Here it is. And uh, it literally is the Black Little Mermaid. Uh, we were talking about, uh, I was talking about taking my kids to see a movie or something. I forget exactly how the conversation came up. And um, she says she's super excited for the new Little Mermaid. And I'm like, okay. My mind went to, I bet you it's because it's, it's, it's a little black girl. No. And lo and behold, she says, I spent an hour crying on TikTok watching little black girls' reactions to the new Little Mermaid being a little black girl uh, because they're being represented. And I was actually talking to Philip Kelly about it. My response, <laughs> I, I said, hey, should I say this? And, he, and I said, with all the all the powerful black women, strong black women throughout history, this is what's going to make little black girls feel represented is taking a redheaded white little mermaid and making her black. Like that's gonna make little black girls feel represented. She didn't really like my answer too much and started to divert. She's like, Well, it doesn't really matter, you know. The little mermaid is uh, just a you know a, a fairy tale story and blah blah blah. She will do a little diverging diverting, but uh, <laughs> excuse me, I figured I had to tell you that because I, what are some other examples of that? Like, so here here's the here's the thing, right? If you're a, if you're a 92 year old black woman and you saw Obama get elected as president. I, I can empathize with you of of being excited, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I, I'm, a, I get, I get it. Like you saw crazy shit. Like you were, someone yelled at, you, someone screamed out the car um, at you, and and some crazy shit before, and told you to stop drinking out of a drinking fountain, right? I mean, mm-hmm. people said some horrible shit to you, right? Um, and 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 it was it was it was and it was okay. It was it was publicly okay. It was socially acceptable to treat people like that. But in 2024, it's like being a CrossFitter and still having to say it's okay to be a strong woman. It's like yeah. actually, oh, man. Yeah. actually, it's the opposite. It's not okay to be a weak woman. I mean, we, we're, mm-hmm. we're so far past accepting strong women. It, now we're at the other side. It's not okay to be a weak woman. So, so I, I mean, I can't, I can't relate. I, or, or we just live in a crazy bubble, dude. 
We just, um, I was actually thinking like everybody in my life. I've had, I, I could off the top of my head. I can think of three girls that were my girlfriends who were black girls. Like, like, okay. like, like black, black, like, like this paper street coffee. And, I thought the saying was when you go black, you never go back. What the hell? Savannah? Yeah. Well, I, I trust, I fully understand the um, sentiment. I fully understand the sentiment. Um, but I never thought, I never thought of them as black girls until the last, like probably three years. Like I didn't date them. Uh, I didn't, I, I dated them for the same reason I dated any other girl tits and ass and and they liked me yeah uh so or at least i thought they liked me we're just in a weird we're just in a weird place we're just in a weird hey have you ever asked her if she did hey have you ever asked and i think that but but i also think that that's okay if you want to date someone because they're black what's wrong with that if you want to date someone a girl because she's greek what's wrong with that like i don't think that they're on the other end i don't i don't think that there's anything wrong with that either I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it, but I mean, what what's your motive? Like, why? Oh, that girl's black. I want to date her because because you like the way she looks. Because you want to experience it. Because you want to have like the same way you might want to like date an albino girl or a dwarf or a like <laughs> or a, a white girl or a girl who doesn't like. It, how cool would it be to date a girl who you guys couldn't talk? Like she spoke just to come. She knew five words Different of English language? and you knew like wow. eight words of Portuguese and that's it. That'd be wild. That I would be try that wild. Now. How about a deaf girl? How about a deaf girl? Ooh. How about a blind girl? Yeah. I, I, I don't think I, I, um, I don't think it's wrong for wanting to experience those, um, relationships it's it's the same thing it's i think of it as like bragging jeremy i'm perfectly okay with bragging it's just putting the other people down part that like if someone wants to go around saying i'm the greatest i'm cool with that or hey you should vote for me because i'm great but it's when you start putting other people down that other side that starts to become weird probably agree with that absolutely agree with that yeah yeah What's so with, look at with Greg the, Mountain? Uh, look at look at how optimistic this guy Greg Mountain says dating a blind girl would be cool, especially if you like dogs. Because <laughs> she'd, wow. wow. she'd have a seeing eye dog. Good for him. Uh, Good observation. Hey, have you ever asked her if she's dating you because you're black? You should ask her that. I haven't worked up the nerve yet, man. Yeah. I haven't worked up the nerve yet. Hey, I'm just that's trying a, to. That's a valid hmm. reason. So, what, like. I uh, I like dating you because um, I like the sound of your voice. I like the way your body feels, and because you're black, it's fine. I, She's definitely got the first two. The third one, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's anything. Um, I don't, or or you could flip the script on her. Hey, would you date me if I was white? Oh man! <laughs> oh man! You're trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> Did she put in time out? No, she's, I don't know. She's a pretty, uh, like, I, I come on here and I, I tend to obviously talk about some of the things that bother me or whatever. And, and to the audience, I apologize. I'm not trying to be like, oh, woe is me, or I have it so hard and this girl is this, that. But there are moments where I don't even know, there's got to be a, a word for it where you're, <clears throat> excuse me, in and out of, you know, you like somebody one minute and then the next minute they say something like, I spent an hour on TikTok 
watching little black girls cry or whatever because of the black little mermaid. And I, and I, I, I read that in text and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Like, so I don't know. There's gotta be a term for it, but at the end of the day, she's a pretty cool chick. And this experience has been nothing short of amazing. She's actually told me several times now that I've gotten her to think outside the box, uh, to kind of expand her way of thinking. And I'm like, okay, I cool. Love that. I is, love that. This is good. So it's not all bad. It's just, I haven't heard anything so, bad. I haven't heard anything bad. I think it's all fun. And, and, um, and the thing is, is that just think if every single person could just red pill one person, we, that's oh, it. Man. We'd be done. We, we could absolutely, it would be amazing. It, it would, it would be absolutely uh, a, a, more, a, a more a more honest and um, transparent world. Hey, w- what's your? Do you have a daughter, Jeremy? I have two daughters what's and your, a son. How old your youngest daughter? Six. I would. It would be interesting to see what she thinks about uh, the Little Mermaid. Like without without like being able to get her response without actually planting some dumb seeds in her head. Like the new one or the old one? Either. Or maybe both? Yeah, either. either. It would just be, I'd be curious to be like, it'd be, I'd be curious to see, because isn't it interesting you're dating this girl and she knows you have a daughter and you have an intimate in, insight into young girls because of your daughter, um, and yet she's telling you what she saw on TikTok. And we, it, yeah, and I and think, I feel like part you of- you showed it to your daughter and she's like, uh, what happened to the Little Mermaid? I mean, you know what I they, mean? That's <laughs> exactly what my daughters would say, I guarantee it. They know the Little Mermaid. They'd be like, wait. It's, they, it's not, at no point do can I see my two girls being like, that's amazing. I feel represented now. Like, and that's why my response, my initial response before Philip Kelly revised it was what I was saying. Like, uh, there's, there's a lot of powerful black women, uh, strong black women over the years. And I'm not going to teach my kids, my daughters, that the black little mermaid is empowering or, or represents them. I, I have there been. Do you remember the Cosby Show? Was Claire Huxtable an attorney? I think so. Or was what? she a Something doctor? Like it was. It was one or the other. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Why can't there just be just some normal uh, 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 black women? Like exactly. Why? Why do they have to be like um, Lizzo and fucking? Yeah, just just a just a normal one. Just like like I I. Like I'm the owner of like uh, I don't know a chain of McDonald's stores, or, or I uh, I'm uh, the just the the uh, governor of of Rhode Island, you know what I mean? And I have three kids, and like why can't there just be one that I'm nice to people? <laughs> you know, like it, yeah, it's it's almost it's almost like all the uh, they're all characters. Uh, um, what are those things called when you uh, draw a picture and like like if you drew a picture of me, I'd have a giant caricatures. Nose. Caricatures, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, just just chill. Just like well, one that like picks up Tyler, kid. like Jeremy scrapes his knee and his mom comes and picks him up and hugs him. Like just one like right. that. Right. Like what happened? Why did we go from the Cosby type females, uh, family matters, uh, with like Urkel and all that, like the yeah. strong, funny black women, black people. We went from that to now changing characters to be black as if all that other stuff didn't happen to show it. You know, it's just like it's, they're all intimidating you know, they as fuck. They're, they're all just like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, all too much. They're not real. 
like that, that's not the kind of black woman I'd ever want to be around. Like some crazy, intimidating, over the top black. Yeah. It doesn't. Hey, is, your, I don't know. is your wife? Is your wife? Is your? Uh, is the mom of your kids a black woman? No, she's white. Oh. Have you ever dated any black women? I have when I was younger, a lot younger. And I'll be honest, what ended up happening, I don't know if you have this experience, what ended up happening is uh, not, they're fine, they're great, but they have family members, some rough family members that I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to deal with that, you know? So kind of shied away from it. One one of the, one of the black girls I dated, uh, um, her, her dad owned a bank. Okay. One of the black girls I dated was a, um, a model. I never even met her family. She was a girl I dated in college. She was fucking awesome. Yeah. I lived in this dorm. It wasn't, it wasn't a dorm, but it was like a dorm setting. It was an apartment complex with like a hundred apartments. And it was all just like new students there. I transferred there. And like on the first day she came over to my apartment and she's like, hi, I'm Chantel. And we were talking and she was like a foot taller than me. And I, I just, I didn't know what the fuck to say to her. Right. And then she came over the next day and brought me a picture like a, like, like, you know, like this isn't, I don't know, the nineties. And she brought me a picture and it was her in a bathing suit. And she said, I'm a model. Do you want this picture? I was just like, I was like, no one had ever done anything. Anyway. Was she blind? No, she said, no, she wasn't <laughs> blind. That's a fair question. But then she ended up being my movie buddy. She would just come over two or three nights a week and watch movies with me. God, she was fucking great. And then there was That's this awful. other girl, though. Her name was. God, I can't remember her name. I was 19 or 20, and she lived in the fucking craziest neighborhood ever where, like, I couldn't, I couldn't park in front of her house it was, she lived in the projects in san francisco i'm trying to remember what they called it's in south san francisco someone maybe will say it in the comments and her life was so fucked up and yeah. so i would drive to her house and i could knock on the door but then i couldn't take my eyes off my car like she had to come outside and then we had to leave or else people would rob my shit and i got yep. and i got destroyed for being white in that neighborhood or armenian just, mm-hmm. just destroyed you think either then dated you because you were white or well armenian you, you know what's crazy i met i went to a club in san i never went to clubs i went to a club in san in san francisco it was like 90 percent black people and my friends just sat there and drank and watched and i went out on the floor and danced with this girl like a fucking idiot and we ended up becoming friends she was a trip i'm gonna tell you she was so hood rat she was a trip she was crazy paranoid um she couldn't get settled you know like obviously some bad shit had happened to her I think what ended up happening, I think I dated her for like almost a year and it was a, it was a b- bizarre, I had lived such a carefree, easy life and her life was so hard. And, um, uh, I think she ended up going to the Navy. God, what wow. the, Hunter's point, Hunter's point. That's the name of the fucking neighborhood for anyone who knows the Bay area. It is fucking scary over there. I like really scary. Like, like, like you know, like bur- every other like house burnt out houses and shit. Oh like, yeah, it's like for sure, fucked for up sure. stuff, dude. Like I, what's really wild is where the girl, my, the girlfriend lives is on uh, east side of Milwaukee, super hipster area. But you go two blocks uh, west, and it's the same thing: burnt houses, terrible ghettos. It's it's nuts, actually. Is that how is that how Hunter's point was? Like it's all it's nice, and then all of a sudden 
crazy. No, no, Hunter's Point was all bad because it was all Section Eight okay. housing. It was all Section Eight housing. Uh, there was no, there was no. There's, it was, it was bad. Every, everyone there was on food stamps. No one worked. Everyone was just outside. It was basic. It was, it was, it was bad. But, but yeah. Oakland's like that. Oakland's like that. Like people living in two million dollar homes, and then right next door is a, a crack house with fucking dudes slanging guns and. Yeah. Oakland's crazy. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, but I will say, like I was talking about, um, not everything is bad. Well, I'm, I just sold my house. I got like three more days until it closes. So I'm trying to get everything done. Um, she came over the other night. The last thing I had to do was clean the inside of my refrigerator because it got a little messy over the years. Yeah. She spent like an hour and a half wiping the whole damn thing down. Like it looks brand new. So. I'm telling you, at the end of the day, it's like people are like, well, why don't you just move on? Why don't you just no. find someone else? No. Blah, blah, blah. It's like maybe, maybe down the line, we'll see. But she's, she's doing a lot of the right things. And, and Where are you moving? Room. Where are you moving? A little further. I'll stay, I'll stay in the Milwaukee area, but probably just a little further west. You don't, you, excuse me, you don't have a place yet? No, I'm gonna go with my uh, my parents. Live a couple miles away. I hate to do it to them because, I mean, who wants their 38 year old son uh, shacking up with them? But I'm gonna go with them for a little bit. And I've been talking with other places uh, of buying. Your parents are enough. stoked you're coming back. Are you kidding? I know me? they are. They are. That's just me, Jack. I'm just you know I, yeah. I'm I've been better my parents all since I was. 18 years old you know 20 years and and you know but yeah they're super happy my, my their grandkids will be there and everything so yeah that's awesome well, have your parents met your girlfriend hell no that's gonna be a very if, if this lasts is gonna be a very interesting my parents my dad's black and mom's white and they're hardcore uh republicans i mean hardcore and uh <laughs> that's gonna be a that's going to be a very interesting meet. Your mom, and your already, dad is black and your mom is white and your parents are hardcore Republicans? Hardcore. Like, it's hard to have a conversation with them. Like, they don't accept pedophiles so, at all. Well, no one's going to accept pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was a subtle dig at Democrats. Oh, yeah. No, they don't, they don't like, you know, they don't gay people. They don't like gay people. They don't, uh, you know, they, they, just they're really hardcore they're good people so Don't they're religious they're religious people extremely religious extremely religious republican okay. great people but very close-minded and when they meet somebody who doesn't think like them it doesn't always go over that well so i told meredith if it happens just to be prepared to uh see some shit you probably haven't seen before or hear some shit you haven't heard before boy that's gonna open a can of worms Oh my God! Yeah, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. But yeah, appreciate you letting me ramble. All right, you didn't ramble at all. Thank you for the update. All right, okay. all right. Talk to you later, sir. Bye bye. I'm glad some. I'm glad someone calls me. Calls into the show. Going on with uh. Oh, I wonder if this is true.
Kanye's back with um uh Kanye's back with uh Adidas. Caller, hi. Hey, good morning, Sevic. Hey, good morning. Mad Mark. Hey, what's up, Mr. Mark? Hey. hey, sorry. If I lose you, I'm on my way to a haircut. I live in a small town. I got to go like 30 miles for a haircut. W- what state? So, Pennsylvania. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Western PA. Hey, anyway, I meant to send you this clip. I don't know if I did. Uh, I wanted to leave some commentary, but it was like, I didn't have time for it. But it's this clip of... They're interviewing these like five or six year olds and there's a white doll on the table and a black doll on the table. Yeah. And I was watching, and I was like, this is the biggest mind trip that you could do to a child. Uh-huh. They put this, this question in front of them. Which one of these is the evil one? Yeah. Which yeah. one is the it, good right one? there? Right yeah. there. It's flawed, right? Right there. The yeah. fucking whole study is flawed. Yep. Okay. Go on. Go on. Yeah. Right. And, what they should be asking the child is, hey, which one of these dolls do you want to play with? Like, that'd be a reasonable question. But they start with, hey, which one of these is the evil one? And then what makes it even worse is they go, so which one of these looks more like you? So, the, I mean, naturally, we go to darkness and light. So you just, you're just going to default. That's human instinct. You're going to default to the darker creature being the evil one if you have to choose yes or no now a kid's not going to look at that and go uh excuse me that's a false dichotomy you cannot put those two things against each other they're not going to see that they're five or six years old you're trapping that kid in a worldview that will crush them for the rest of their life they don't see that they just they're manipulating these kids to prove a point Hey, dude, it's, a, it's the exact same thing. They ask a room full of white people, would you want to be black? Yeah. Hey, and, 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 no, and, and, no one, and no one chooses that. Hey, how about, how about you fill a room full of, full of white people and ask them, would you rather be black or Asian? Or would you rather be black or Indian? Or why don't you fill a room full of with black yeah. people and ask them, would you rather be white or black? The whole thing is a fuck. It's, it's fucking psyop shit. It's just idiot. Would you rather be a black man in America or a black man in Africa? Come on, man. Right, right. You would not have. You would not have wanted to be me on the Mombasa Mombasa Nairobi uh, highway. uh, When I was trapped there, you would not want to be a white guy. That that was a a fucking bizarre uh, experience. Uh, How about this? Uh, How about putting a a a a a doll of Michael Jordan or a doll of um uh um. Who's that midget from um, the, the the white midget from um, he, he, uh, who were those funny guys on MTV in the '90s and they would like blow up bathrooms and shit would fly all over them? They, they, uh, jackass. Jackass. Would you rather be? It's like a doll of that midget from Jackass or a doll of Michael Jordan? And ask him which one would you rather be? I mean, it's it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's and, all very and yet people fall for it. And yet people fall for it all the time. Yeah, they don't think. It's just it's just pushed on them so much. Hey, but real quick, uh, just to give you a little backstory of who I am or where I my I was born in the Congo. So uh-huh. uh used to be Zaire. Okay. I grew up I'm I'm forty now. I grew up uh most of my life in western PA, small town. I have never outside of elementary school where like kids are just looking at differences, I've never experienced racism outside of that. My whole adult life has been just 
perfect. And are you black? Dude? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. It, it, yeah, I'm African. I'm actually African American. Like, well, African Italian. So whatever. Why did you um? But why, yeah, why, how did you end up in the states? Uh, my father was in the Peace Corps. He went over to serve in my mother's village. Um, saw my mother, gave her gave her father a dowry. Two weeks later, they were married. And uh, two years later, my brother was born. Then myself. Yeah. Did he stay there in the uh, in 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 the Congo? Yeah, stayed until he got yeah. Stayed until he got sick of uh, got sick with malaria, and then we came to the U.S. and that's how I ended up in Western PA. And and how old were you when you came to the states? I was uh, just shy of two years old, so really no memories over there. My brother uh, had a lot more memories. He could speak the languages and all that. Yeah. You have a, you have like a, almost like a n not a strong Southern accent. You don't have a draw, but you. No, nah, it's called Pennsylvania. Okay, Pen it's, uh, yeah, yeah. People from Western PA have a little bit of a draw that people are like, "Are you Southern?" I don't know. So we just call it Pennsylvania. Yeah, you sound um uh, like this stereotypical like really nice person yeah, you have a very, you. you have a very like welcoming voice does your brother sound like you or does he have an accent no we we sound, we sound the same my mother so my mother has her full-on african accent which we never acknowledged as kids it was just what we knew until somebody else from the outside would point it out and be like hey uh where's your mother from does so she sound english never, that, yeah. does she sound like english no like no no, no. From, the, from the no from the congo so we're Zaire is uh, right on. I'm from Kinshasa, right on the equator. Oh, okay. Because the Kenyans yeah. sound like yeah. the Kenyans over there when when they speak English, they yeah. sound like yeah. they're, they're speaking like proper like. No, when you when you think when you think of a typical African accent, you're going to think of my mother. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a trip. Have you been back there? No, my mother went back in ninety mid nineties to bury her father, but uh, she's one of eight children. I. I have a cousin in the U.S. We can't go back because of the civil unrest. You know, we're not familiar with the territory. So if we went back, we'd get eaten a lot. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's something that my mother and my one cousin can navigate. But uh, I'm not up to that task yet without a guide and well, a lot of finances. When you go, when you go to a third world nation where your family resides, you bring gifts. So, you know, I can't just go with like, all right, I got enough money scrap together so I can do this thing with my family. Um, you know, no, I, I gotta be able to, to give them stuff and bestow a bunch of kindness upon them. Yeah. Uh, Matt Brown yeah, says so. he sounds like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, Jake <laughs> Chapman says, does he drink umbongo? What's that? What's umbongo? I, don't, I have no idea what, um, what umbongo is. Uh, no, but fufu, uh, I'm sure y'all are familiar with fufu. I don't uh, Different aspects. Oh, okay. Well, I don't, I don't know. The way that the Asians like rice, we like our food. It's just a starch. Uh, yeah. My my dad is uh, born and raised um, in Lebanon, and uh, he has a strong Middle Eastern accent. And I never heard. I can't hear it, right? But I remember yeah. being a kid, and friends would come over, and they would say the same thing. Hey, uh, where's your dad from? And I'd be like, yeah. Lebanon. How do you know? They're like, dude, he's got his accent stronger than shit. But I never, I can't hear yeah. it. Yeah, the first time I realized my father was white was I was sitting on a place that waiting for like a parent-teacher conference. I think I was in second grade. And um, he comes walking in. I'm so excited to tell 
my buddy, my best friend at the time, I was like, hey, there's my dad. He goes, no, it's not. I said, what do you mean? That's my dad right there. He goes, stop lying to me. I said, why do you think I'm lying to you? He says, because he's white. And all of a sudden, my world changed. I had no idea. Dude, how old just, were you? That is a great story. How yeah, old were you? Yeah, I, w- I was probably eight years old. Seven or eight, yeah. Holy shit, that is awesome. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's yeah. the way you should find out, by the way. No, no one needs oh, to yeah. talk to you about it beforehand. No, we're just people. Like, yeah. my identity, like, it, it's, it's crazy. I always thought about this. Like, if somebody asked me, do you identify as black? Well, my response would be, what do you mean, as a color? Do I identif- identify as a color? Right. What do you mean by black? Right. Like, tell me what that means, and then I'll tell you whether or not I identify by that. But you're probably trying to tell me, you know, if I'm street or thug or li- listen to rap music or whatever. Like, that's not the culture I grew up in. I, I, I mean, everybody grew up listening to rap music. But, like, that whole street culture, that ain't me. I'm country. How, how old are I'm you? I'm all right with that. How old are you? I'm 40. It's, it's I'm kind 40. of, it's, and that's the thing. That's the, that right there is the thing. There really is no such thing as black other than culture. Yeah. And so, and that culture is not a, there's some components of it that are, that are fucking dangerous. The, the, the oh, pants yeah. sagging, the stealing, the swearing, the, how they treat women, the um, uh, it, it, it's it, but but it has nothing. You're right. It has absolutely nothing to do with the color of your skin. It's a fucking culture. Yeah, it, it, it's like it's like that's what's so crazy. We know tons of fucking white kids that are fucking black. Shit oh, hey, loads. hey, I got I got a great one for you. I got yeah. a great one for yeah. you. I've, I've, I've been married for 20 years. Yeah. Um, when I, when I uh, proposed to my wife, my girlfriend at the time, I proposed to her and told everybody I was getting married. So what we used to do was my father being in the Peace Corps and his group of guys, like eight or 12 of them, uh, all married Congolese women. So they all came back to the Western or Eastern United States, New England States, and that would be our family reunion. So all these white guys married to black women, we'd all get together about every two years and that'd be our family reunion. So we had no black family outside of that. Uh, so that was a big deal. So my mother, she's super excited for me. She starts calling up everybody and telling them, Hey, my son's getting married. My son's getting married. My son's getting married, whatever. And, uh, one of, one of my aunties gets me on the phone and says, Hey, um, is this woman you're marrying a black woman or a white woman? I said, oh, she's black. She goes, okay, put your mother back on the phone. And then they get back on the phone and she is like cursing her out in Swahili. And I, I don't know Swahili. So I'm like, they get off the phone, my mother's here. I was like, hey, what's up? She says, she was mad because she wants you to marry a white woman so that your life would be easier in the United States. Oh, she doesn't oh, trust oh. these black women in the U.S. Oh, oh. Yeah. Because of, because of the stereotype. Because of the culture. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. where did you meet your I wife mean, at? College. It, uh, is, is, she, yeah. is she born in the States? Yeah. She's uh, from inner city, D.C. So oh, it's a trip fuck. for her being in the country. She loves, she loves the country. 
Yeah, yeah, who doesn't, right? But, Here's the thing: no matter anyone can liberal. say they hate the country, but you but you come to the country for a month and decompress, and you're never going back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, she. Yeah, you she, said your wife's liberal. Yep. How how does that work? <laughs> uh, Twenty years. Twenty years is how it works. We do. We uh, we grind it out. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that. I, I don't talk a whole lot of politics. I talk a little bit of philosophy right. to get her to change her perception. How about church? Um, do you guys go to church? Yeah, we go to church. We go to church. So I can always point her back to the Bible and say, hey. How uh, do Democrats reconcile they, the word of God with what their, with the, what their ideology is? Like specifically they, the, they the abortion ignore, thing. They ignore. Oh, okay. They ignore the word of God. Uh, not that my wife does. I can, I can always point her back to that and she'll go, okay, okay. I'm a little emotional about this thing. She's a reasonable person. So, uh, but, you know, to, to the liberals' credit, and I believe you said this before, everybody wants the same thing. They want safe communities. Right, they right, want right, good paying jobs. Right. So it's just like you give they them a little bit of grace. children. They think, that yeah. they think they're helping their children. I know. That's, it's crazy. Yeah. They, I know that they really do think that they're helping their children. Yeah. I'm open-minded. Uh, I'm not going to pigeonhole yeah. my kid. I yeah, liberals are are just caught up in the emotional uh, view of the world where, where the rest of us are trying to find some, some logic and some reason um, to work through things and put our emotions to the side. Mo emotions, they, I mean, they come and go, right? I mean, you think about the first girl that you ever liked and one of your friends go, hey, have you noticed that mole on the side of her face? All of a sudden you don't like her anymore. Like it's, it, it's a superficial thing, but our emotions are, are just as superficial. It, it, so I try to get away from the emotional thing and lead them rather than let my emotions lead me and just try to go through logic. But I, I tell you, I'm, I'm no good. Sometimes I, the emotional things get in the way, but Mark, yeah, I'm learning I am, still. I am truly a man who had a plan that if my house was ever broken into, that me and my girlfriend would sneak out the window and go to a restaurant and eat and that they could steal whatever they want. That was my, <laughs> I had that plan now, now. Yeah. I don't even know how it happened, but if I hear a sound at my house, I will get my gun and I will fucking walk into the other room ready to fucking blast it, something down because I have three yeah, kids absolutely. in the house and nothing can come in there when the light after it's just crazy. I don't know what happened. It's just, um, yeah, it, it, it went from like, uh, I just don't, I, I guess I lost a slut. Like, I don't have compassion for, um, uh, I can't, I have, I have zero tolerance for like pedophiles and for sexualizing kids. And I, I, it's just weird how that happened. I used to, maybe I am less tolerant. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'll come back, but, um, but I can rationalize it because I'm here to protect kids. So, yeah, you, uh, you either permit it or promote it. Yeah, there's no homeostasis. Right? I know that's hard for people. Wow, that's yeah. powerful what you said. Yep. Yeah. Hey. Uh, well, yeah, when you I have kids, there is no homeostasis like that. You can't be like, well, it's okay that there's some pedophiles over there. They're not bothering me. It's not like that. It's yeah, not, like not that at anymore. all. No, not it's at all. not like that anymore. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to take up any more of your time. That last caller was cool. He took up a lot of time. I feel like I'm, I'm on the brink there. So I appreciate you, Savon. Uh, keep doing what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I um I don't I don't think the 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 world 
I, I think I think that the impact that um, black men, gay men, gay women, black women can have on the world is tenfold. Unfortunately, this is this is as racist as I can. I, I guess this just means I'm racist. They can have an impact on the world that's a socially that's a thousand times more beneficial than than any white person. Like the, the, some of these people have to fucking stand up and, and just start say uh, say smart shit like Jeremy and, and Marv say, and it's insane or like Garrett Glinton. Like they're gonna be have to be gay people who just fucking put their foot down and don't tolerate this blending of these conflating of these uh, someone's sexual orientation versus a mental illness or the fact that um, black actually means anything other than your skin color. Like people have to gonna have to put their foot down. And they're going to have to say some like hard shit. Like, yeah, the black culture is fucked up. Like, you know, white, white trash culture is fucked up. Feeding your kids Mountain Dew at the, when they're born, putting them in front of a TV. It's, it's horrible. And there's some component, there's component, black culture needs to be just either thrown away or a total fucking revamp. And by black culture, I mean American black culture. Yeah, it's just fucked up. It's not safe. You, no, no one's thriving in that culture or flourishing or like. Um, there's a, there's a, there are so many dangers in the world that are just inherent to just being alive in the world, be, being stung by uh, a, a beehive, getting bit by your neighbor's dog, a car getting a flat tire and swerving off the road and running you over. Um, Those are things I'm, I'm not trying to get rid of those things. I'm not suggesting we kill every bee on the planet. I'm saying we fucking close the fucking border and stop letting fentanyl in and don't let and have a zero tolerance policy for people driving while high on fentanyl. Period. Done. Scoop them all up. 7.34 a.m. Andrew Hiller's coming to town today. Uh, we need uh, weekly call-ins from Marv. I know. He's good, right? Yeah, hood mentality. Maybe that's better than... Um, yeah, Marv was great. A hood mentality is, is uh, maybe better than uh, calling it um, uh, black culture. Maybe, maybe black culture is just too loaded already. Someone will think it's like racist. Yeah, Bruce Wayne, two great calls in a row. I know, and I was just pouting that no one calls in and I could get slapped around a little bit. That was good. Jake Chapman, uh, I was explaining to my kids how only 100 years ago people died from uh, infections and small cuts. I couldn't, by the way, I, I, I don't agree with the premise that, um, that Jeremy is uh, desperate or doing the wrong thing by staying with this girl. I, I, think, it's, I think it's a hero's work. I, I love what he's doing. And he likes her. And he's, and he's, up, for, and he's up for it. I love it. Um, so it looks like I, I don't know if you guys remember, but it looked um, uh, Kanye was having all sorts of problems, right? I think he said something like he he liked Hitler or something, so he got booted from all of these um, sponsors. And it looks like this one. This is Adidas. Yay! And Adidas agreed to resume selling Yeezy products. And this guy Gordon Ryan uh, is a uh, famous uh, he well. People say he's the greatest jujitsu practitioner on planet Earth right now. I think, I think 
that's undisputed too. I don't think there's anyone who's like, that's not true. I think like everyone knows Gordon King Ryan. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like there's no dude in Brazil or, 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 or Japan or someone who's saying like, Hey, that's not true. But, um, uh, But he, his his Instagram account's pretty hard. He goes hard in the paint. I'll I'll, I'll read to you what he says here. Back on this. Uh, oh, let's let's see. If those of you who haven't ever heard from him before, actually, let's hear from him first. Here we go. Uh, let's see what he has to say. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Uh, so, I have some news about the website and everything. Um, and this is a this is an issue that is unresolved for me as of right now. But I have access to the website. I have access to. Oh, oh this is his shit got hacked. I think. Sorry, this is irrelevant. Let, let me let me just read this to you, just so you know who Gordon uh, Gordon Ryan is. Okay, uh, most people and almost everyone who supports these stupid woke ideologies all stand for something and always want to take some supposed moral high ground until the second they start losing money. The second uh, revenue takes a hit, they change their tone. Individuals do it. Brands do it. Uh, the NBA did it. They don't care about anything but money. This is the worst kind of pathetic sellout you can be. Be someone or something who stands for uh, nothing. Someone or something who tries to please everyone. It doesn't matter what you believe, even if it's insane to most. If you, were, uh, if you believe in something and stand to those beliefs, no matter what, you garner more respect in the long run than these weak sellouts. And um, I don't know if he's taking a shot at uh, Yeezy for signing back up with them. But uh, this this is a, this is a pretty this is a this guy stands by his guns. I think he's had his account shut down before too. This guy's as, as red pilled as they get. Wow, what is this? Are these really for Gordon Ryan? <laughs> Are these really for Gordon Ryan? <laughs> oh, well, what ha that that chick's had too much work on her. Uh... Hey, that would be cool if this became a trend. Are these right? really for Gordon Ryan? Girls just making posts, <laughs> holding flip flops in front of their torso. Are these really for Gordon Ryan? Cool. King Gordon Ryan. He gets sick a lot too. I think he's got some sort of ailment, so he doesn't get to like. Uh, he's not. He's not as active as I think um, he should be or could be. It used to be um, – some of you may not remember this, but it used to be like inappropriate like for a, like a news anchor or a public figure to talk about their sexual um, beliefs or activities regardless if they didn't matter like whether they were straight or not straight. Like you just didn't talk about it. Like, uh, like there was a news anchor, um, uh, Walter Cronkite. Like he never talked about like whether he was gay or straight or Dan Rather or like you didn't know any of that stuff. They kept it professional. Uh, breaking news. NBC reports that Biden administration will allow for the release of migrants at the border into the U.S. with no way of being able to track them as Border Patrol and NGOs brace for the end of Title 42. Cities are declaring states of emergency. And then it says BP is overwhelmed, the Border Patrol. Uh, border Patrol reports that the last two days has seen the largest border crossing in U.S. history and over a million migrants are waiting to enter illegally. I want to tell you something for those of you who don't know numbers so good. 
you have to just always think that there's 300 million people in the United States. Just think of that. There's 300 million people in the United States. Someone's going to be like, well, there's really 350 or there's really 330. The thing is, is probably like 50 million of them are fucking under the age of five, right? So just think of there's 300 million people in the United States. Just think that. Those are the and, – and, and we we have resources to sustain a lifestyle here that, that whatever you have in front of you as you look out up from your computer or your phone or where you're driving, that that's the world that these 300 million people have sort of created. We're in a cycle of behavior and productivity and reaction that it makes this wherever you're at. I am happen to be somewhere amazing. If now, now imagine if a million people came in, which they have in the last year. Uh, don't speak your country's language, who come from uh, 20 or 30 different countries who we know nothing about, who have a totally different lifestyle than us, who are going to participate in the, the economy in a totally different way possibly than we do. Good or bad, it's going to change shit dramatically. Shit is like, it is going to be, uh, it is going to be, um, basically, I think in, in the entire Biden administration, will there'll be there'll be a shift in, in population of, of of a million people, or, or sorry, one percent of the people. There'll probably be three million new people who come in. It will it will change the. Um, will change the environment drastically. Yeah, look at Chuck Schumer told us in 2020 we are going to change America. Yeah. It will it will it will change America drastically. I want to try to give you some sort of example, but just imagine um some things might get better. Some things might get worse. When, when I when I go when I'm in California, if I go to see the doctor, um, it looks like it's changed things for the worse. Yeah, the, we're we're not with a we're not a country. That one of the, the the distinguishing distinguishing characteristics of a country is that it has borders. And the people can't come in and out. And so this isn't, this isn't, we're not behaving like a country now. And the repercussions of that will not be good for most of you. I just saw the city, in, I'll give you an example of this. I just saw, and some of you in the comments are going to be like, that's fucking bullshit. That's a crazy leap, Sevon. I don't know how you're making that logic. That's not my fault if you can't, if you can't see the connection here. But you got shit like, uh, you got shit happening in the city of Baltimore with the city suing Hyundai and Kia and blaming them for the cars being stolen because the cars are too easy to steal. There becomes this massive shift in personal responsibility and personal accountability. We 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 have we have a we have a government that is now supporting and defending lawlessness. I can't believe I just said that. It's bad. It, something has gotten so ass backwards.
How do people get in the UK though? You can't just, I don't understand how people, I understand how they get in the United States. They're just crossing this massive border. But how do they get in in, in the UK? Uh, Sean Sullivan, this is all, uh, this is all they need. This is all on purpose. They know exactly what they're doing. They want to beg uh, for federal martial law. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. What about the Marine? Hey, oh, man, I don't know if I want to get started on this subject. Uh, CK Kevin says, what about the Marine that took the dude down in the subway being charged with manslaughter? So I follow this Instagram account, and it's called the Instagram account is called Black Culture. And you, it would make you so sad to see. It would make you so sad to see the comments about that guy. Instead of thanking that guy for cleaning up the subways, and for those of you who haven't ridden on the subways, they're fucking crazy. It's so bad. I told myself, I, I, I don't know if I'm uh, emotionally prepared to talk about that today. Not that like I would start crying or something, but like I, would, I could get really angry. Hey, did you guys see this? This is good. Um, uh, with uh, Twitter, what Elon Musk wrote, it, it, this is so good. Let me, share, let me share this with you. So, so those of you who don't know, Tucker Carlson basically made some sort of statement that he's coming to Twitter. Right? Well, listen what Elon writes in response. This is so good. On this platform, unlike the one-way street of broadcast, people are able to interact, critique, and refute whatever he or anyone may say. So that's cool, right? Like, you, like you're watching your TV over there, CBS or NBC or CNN or whatever, and you, there's no way to interact. I guess you could stand up on your couch and start yelling at the TV. But Twitter, like he explains, the phenomenon of this platform is that you can interact and critique. And, of course, anything misleading will get community notes. I don't know what that means. I also want to be clear that we have not signed a deal of any kind whatsoever with Tucker Carlson. Tucker is subject to the same rules and rewards of all content creators. Rewards mean subscriptions and advertising revenue. Still working on software needed for the latter, which is a function of how many people subscribe and the advertising views associated with his content. I hope that many others, particularly from the left, and also uh, will also choose to uh, make content uh, and uh, for this platform. Also choose to be content creators for this platform. Tucker's not going to. Twitter because they gave him a billion dollar deal like Spotify gave to Rogan. He's going there because it's like one of the it's, it's, he thinks it's um, a good place for people to speak their 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 mind. Uh, Hiller's therapist, Sevon, will you live stream switch to Twitter in the future? Uh, live streams. Will your live stream switch to Twitter? We're already on Twitter. We're, we are on Twitter right now as we speak. On two stations, we're on the Seven Podcast Twitter uh, streaming live, and on my personal uh, Twitter account. We always have been. We've always been on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Always, we've always streamed to all of them live. So, that's cool. It's just cool that um, 
you know, I'm sure I'm sure uh, people on the left want to be like, oh, this is Elon and Tucker conspiring together and they're paying Tucker and blah, blah, blah. No, Tucker's just going over there. A rambler, Hiller's therapist, a.k.a. Trish. Is that true? Even 20 years ago, it was Harry. Rambo Subway was cool 20 years ago. I, I mean, it was still Harry. Not like it is now. But, like, if you rode the subway, you were going to see something crazy. Always. I can't... I, I, every time I got on... I, I mean, I haven't ridden it a lot. Maybe 500 times. I've probably spent six months of my life in New York City. Like, aggregate. Dude, I was probably like directly punked on there at least 20 times. And by directly punked, I mean like me just sitting there minding my own business and someone walking up to me and being like, what the fuck are you looking at? Want me to slit your throat? And then another, I don't know, 400 incidents of just weird shit. And imagine if, if 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 people have done shit like that to me twenty times, I've also seen them do it to other people a hundred times. This New York subway is fucking batshit crazy. Hey, this is going to be some of you aren't going to believe this, but this is true, and people know this. The, the New York subway is a scene where literally a woman could be on that subway and be being raped, and and the rest of the other passengers would just look the other way. And that's why when for those of us who've, who've experienced that kind of crazy shit on the subway, that's why when you see someone like this guy choke, choke someone out who has been arrested 40 times for doing dumb shit on the subway, you're like, yeah, good, finally. I'm waiting for someone to be called bullshit in the comments. Look, no one is. Because you can't. Because it's fucking crazy. And here's another thing. The people in New York, their their whole baseline has changed. So, like, shit like that, they, they, like, they don't think it's crazy. Like, if someone were sitting there shooting up drugs in the back of the train with their baby sitting next to them, like, see, like so for those people, they don't, um, they're, they're, you know, a guy who rides the subway every day might not even be phased by that. Uh, no good deed goes unpunished, yeah. Uh, did Rittenhouse get did is that the guy's name? Rittenhouse, the guy who who shot the the, the three maniacs in um was that Ferguson? Where was that? What you, you remember that guy, Rittenhouse, the guy with the AK and he killed the, the pedophile and killed someone else or shot someone else who was trying to hit him with a skateboard and then shot someone else who had a gun pointed at him. Did that guy end up getting rich? I want to say he got filthy rich from CNN, like over $100 million. Jay Hartle, he's rich now. Oh, Kenosha, thank you.
that story is kind of I mean, it's not cool that people were killed, but that story is kind of fun to tell, right? White guy goes into black riots, kills three white dudes, and now is called racist, even though he killed three white dudes. And one of the dudes he killed was a guy who sodomized a dozen kids between the age of 15 and 17 and was running down the street yelling, nigga, I want to kill niggas. And then a white dude shoots that white dude, but he's racist, even though he killed the guy screaming that. Who was a pedo? Who was released from jail the day before as a pedophile, or that that evening? I mean, the whole fucking thing is nuts, right? Yeah, think about that. The guy got out of fucking jail for sodomizing a dozen kids between the age of five and seventeen boys. He's white as shit. He's a blonde-haired surfer-looking dude. Running down the streets in Kenosha, selling, screaming, I hate niggas, and he gets shot by another white dude. And then that white dude is being charged of racism, even though he killed the pedophile racist white dude. I, it, it, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Hey, Democrats, these, and those, and it's uh, the only person defending that blonde haired surfer dude is Democrats. And that, that's the part, that's, and that's where the sort of starts to become just easy to start just to categorize shit. Even the guy, the, the pedophile yelling, I hate niggas, he was a Democrat. Uh, Adam Blakesley, uh, yes, nuttier than, a squ- than squirrel shit. Yeah, the, the whole thing. The, uh, uh, the View paid uh, Rittenhouse $22 million. Thank God. Amen. Everyone who's black and everyone who has kids should write Rittenhouse a check. Nothing big, like a dollar. Just like one dollar. All black people and all... uh, He killed a a guy who thinks it's okay to run down the street and scream racist terms, and he killed a pedophile. Sodomite. This isn't like speculation. This isn't a fucking fairy tale. This happened. And then the Democrats rallied their people together to go after this dude. <laughs> it's all right. I think. Uh, I think. Um, speaking of very logical people, I'm trying to get Greg Glassman to come back on Saturday. I, I tried to get him to come on Sunday, but he's doing some Mother's Day stuff, and he wants to come on. Then he suggested Monday, and Monday I'm driving back to the Bay Area, or the Bay Area to Santa Cruz. The other duty, the other duty shot testified in court. Thank God this guy was honest that he had a gun. Rittenhouse was on the ground with his gun not pointed at him, and that this guy then pointed his gun at Rittenhouse, and then Rittenhouse shot him. It's like, okay, you were you, you walked up on a man with a gun and pointed your gun at him. Look at look at look at uh, Travis. No more Collins. Greg needs to come on uh, video or in person. Travis is like the guy. He's dry humped his girlfriend like thirteen hundred times, and he's like, "Enough of this." I I will not dry hump you anymore. I'm definitely putting my penis inside of you. And then the girl's like, "No." 
And he's like, all right, 1,301 dry humps, fine. Uh, Sean Sullivan, but understand this, that in the last days there will, oh, this is some biblical shit. Great. Hate this stuff. This stuff scares me. Uh, Sean Sullivan, but understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. I'm grateful there's poop bags. I'm grateful my wife always carries poop bags. Sevy and Greg and Dave come in studio at the same time. Uh, Jake Chapman, the, the thing is this, Sean. Yeah, straighten Sean out. Sean's scaring me. Uh, that has happened repeatedly for the last 2,000 years. Uh, Jan Clark, in response to the me liking that my wife carries poop bags, in case you need to shit in the van. I mean, there, there's, for instance. Uh, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving, good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Timothy. Is there really a book in the Bible called Timothy? There's a dude named Timothy. Uh, Mike Meyer, uh, the Rittenhouse case was a shining example of the woke mob. They were calling for an 18-year-old's head because of politics, even when it was clear case of self-defense. Yeah, you know what's interesting, too, is one of the things about, like, so how the Nazis did it and how the KKK did it is in this book, um, the, the Big Lie by Dinesh D'Souza, one of the ways they explain it is the mob starts operating a, operating a state within a state. And that that I think um, I think Mike just explained that pretty well. There becomes a state within the state. Uh, and the Rittenhouse case was a shining example of the woke mob. The woke mob is that state within a state. That's what the that's what the KKK was. And just so you know, it, it, I can't remember what the number of states was, but the KKK had killed more. Listen, this is some kind of manipulative shit I'm about to say. The KKK had killed more, had lynched more white people. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase that. The KKK had lynched more. Fuck, how did they word it? It was some manipulative shit. The KKK had lynched more black people than white people, but the KKK had lynched more white people in more states. Meaning if there, I can't, if there were 50 states, um, I think it was like 43 of them had had lynchings with white people and only like 27 had had lynchings with black people. So no one get that confused either. That's the same thing about the the slavery. People get that shit confused. You you have to, you have to know why they were enslaving the black people. It was to help. It was to help them. And you have to also understand that they were that they were attempting to enslave white people too, the white northern farmers. Another thing too that I've been reading about is um, Abraham Lincoln was not. Uh, he did not. Although he wanted to end slavery, he did not see. Uh, Melanated people as equal. From what I'm reading, he did not. He did not want to give them uh, equal rights. <laughs> uh, Milos Popovic, holy smoke, Sevi! I just came back from New York after being there for a 
week. The amount of wokeness is insane. Yeah, insane, right? That's the thing, too. If you've never been in one of these hives, you cannot even imagine. It is literally like Zombieville. That's why when I say, like, if you have never been to Portland and you think I'm joking when I say it's Zombieville, it actually, there's people, like, walking around, like, in the movies. It's like that. It's, it's like that. And they'll bite you, and they have, like, open sores, and it's like that. You don't think that's true about Abraham Lincoln? I'm 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 reading um uh read the um it, it's I'm reading that book by um Sean Spencer Page. It's called um Black Snowflake. I'd be curious to uh, see what you think about it, Jeremy. I, I actually I'm not, I'm listening to it. I'm listening to it on audio. Hey, every Starbucks in California has a uh the um uh, token tr uh, tranny transgender. Every, every single one. At least every single one I've been into. Token tranny. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Um, it's going to be a crazy week. We have a couple more fun days of live calling shows, and then we're, we're going to have like, uh, like six weeks of games and guests. It's going to be wild. I'm pumped. I'm excited to get back into the uh, swing of things, get back into my ritual. And Mike Poolboy says, and that's why I love Starbucks. Manny, thank you. 1999. I feel like I haven't seen one of those in a while. Um, games content is going to be wild. Thank you, Jessica. We appreciate you. I appreciate you guys too. Is the thumb coming back on the show? Of course. What else would he do with his life? Uh, I go back home on Monday, Monday morning, early I'll leave and hopefully uh, get the ball rolling. All right, guys, uh, we'll see you guys uh, soon, tomorrow morning. The, the, the latest I would see you guys is tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.